Welcome to The Skim, presented by Stellar. So what we're so excited to say as well is that this episode of The Skim is brought to you by Hey You. I mean, I couldn't think of a better sponsor for us. Hey You is the home of reality TV with over 8,000 episodes of your favorite reality TV shows all in the one gorgeously perfect place. There's Low Deck on there. There's Keeping Up with Kardashians. With Denise, you're probably the biggest fan ever of Massive KU, fan. WTK. That's actually so hard to say. The Real Housewives, Minya Jolly Listing, Vanderpump Rules. Uh, there's literally so much on there. There's even a true crime section to get lost in if you're a little freaky Fiona. Yeah, absolutely. And the complete box sets mean you can binge watch the series from the very start while avoiding FOMO as the majority of new episodes debut on Hey You the same day as their US launch, which is absolutely fantastic because if you're like me and addicted to Twitter, you're not going to be getting any spoilers. Mm-hmm. You can just binge it all at once and you can literally watch it anywhere. You can watch it on your phone, your tablet, the web, TV. I've watched it on the bus, I've watched it on the toilet. You name it, I've watched it. Um, mm-hmm. So you can start your free trial now at heyyou.com. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. And the subscription cost, we may add in here as well because it's so important to say, is just five ninety nine a month. I mean, how crazy. No commitments, cancel any time. Five ninety nine. what would I get for that? Hmm. I would get O Cappuccino, maybe not even a croissant. What if am I saying? Lucky, yeah. Laughable. I'd get an O Cappuccino with like a Euro change. So there you go. It's um it's it's great. And that's for your entire month of reality TV. I mean, it could not be better than that. So if you haven't signed up, girly pops, do it right now or regret it forever. The Skim is our 30-minute celebrity gossip digest. From Hollywood to Hey You, social media to the small screen, listen up every Wednesday and you'll never be scratching your head when the WhatsApp is lit with news again. Hello, it is me, Denise Curtin, joining you um, from my bedroom because I've got also Rebecca Keane over in her bedroom. We really do like to spice it up, don't we? Like, are we in studio? Are we at home? What's the crack? Yeah, we like to change up the change up the location. We don't like to keep it uh, keep it all boring and, and the same the same thing. Um how was your week been, Denise? My week was great. My weekend was lovely as well. How was yours? Um yeah, it was good. I'm actually off, but I, I'm still recording this podcast because I just cannot the grind doesn't stop. I would die for this it, podcast. Um so yeah, <laughs> here yeah. I am on my holidays recording this pod. But there's no place. Where are you I'd coming to be. us from? So I was in Kerry. I was in Dingle at the weekend, but now I'm back in my um my grand old Mead. Um, did you know you can fly Dublin to Kerry? It's actually such a handy little flight. Oh, is that what you did? Yeah, no, it was only like thirty five minutes or something. Um, thank you so much, Ryanair. Ryanair, when are you sponsoring <laughs> this pod? To be honest, <laughs> genuinely, Jet do you know what galore. actually? Can't reveal too much, but I found out who was behind Ryanair's TikTok. Oh yeah. Yeah, found out it's a it's a female. Can't reveal any more. Stay tuned, girlies. Watch the space. Okay, is I know it there was you? a lot of No, I wish. I actually really wish it was me. Um, there was obviously a lot of talk about it being Olivia Neal, who's like a very famous mm-hmm. TikToker. People were like, it's the same eyes, it's the same lips, this and that and this. I can confirm it is one hundred and fifty percent not Olivia Neal. But it is a young gal. It's a young girl, um, not young as in young, young, but like college student yeah. vibe, um, who is behind Ryanair's um, TikTok account. She does such an incredible job at it. It's amazing. But yeah, I found out through a friend who works in Ryanair and I was like, <gasps> stop. I was oh like, I'm thrilled to know because um, I'm obsessed with it. Ryanair's TikTok is just 
class. Oh my so God. maybe you should do a bit of Channel, bit of con Channel for them 4 on your, are definitely listening to this pod and are going to scout you for their like investigative um, dramas and whatnot. Like my lips are sealed. So unfortunately, like they'd have to do a lot of digging or pay <laughs> me a very, very large sum of money um, to reveal my sources. You know what I mean? That's that's the journalistic um, kind of ethics that I have. That's the moral standard you ho- hold yourself to. Absolutely. Like, you know, I, like my lips are sealed as the Mary-Kate and Ashley. Isn't it a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie that's called My Lips Are Sealed? Um, I think so, actually. I can't remember. I'm terrible. Yeah. Well, that's me. That is me. Uh, but yeah, I love that you're in Dingle. Dingle is an absolute great place, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's so nice. That- um, it was fucking cold now, um, but um, it was it's so it's so beautiful. Actually, do you know what? Yesterday it wasn't too cold. I went hiking, but like literally there was not... Me rev ain scammons is fair. It was absolutely gorgeous. Oh hello! Um, so such blue, such blue skies and like big blue sea. Um, I went for a little sea swim. Um, and I nearly mm-hmm. perished to death. Yeah, it's 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 icy icy waters at the moment now. Um, I think I like to sea swim in July, on to maybe August September. Mm-hmm. But like come October, absolutely not a hope. But I put my foot into that icy lake. Oh, it was freezing. I was like hyperventilating. It was it was nuts. But yeah, no, it's it's lovely to get a change of scenery, and you know. Yeah, I always feel when I leave Dublin to go to Dingle or you know anywhere that's kind of that gives me country seaside vibes. I always think, okay, now I'm going to start making pottery and I'm going to wear dungarees. <laughs> I'm going to like paint murals on walls and <laughs> listen to trad. Like I, I completely change myself. It's hilarious. Mm. Like I spend a couple of days wearing like burks and like plaiting my hair, you know, it's yeah. gas. I'm like, this is who I am now. And then I come back up to Dublin and I'm like, I miss her. Yeah, every second shop is a feckin' pottery a pottery shop down there. It's it's mental. And but like a bowl is like five hundred quid, do you know what I mean? Because it's like handmade and all that stuff. Um but uh yeah, it's 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 so gorgeous down there. Um has Christmas fever hit the uh the curtain slash shared Dublin gaff yet? Not yet, would you believe? Um I saw that it hit my home house in Mallow, um, mm-hmm. which is rude and shady that it did without me present. <laughs> But it hasn't hit the Dublin house yet. No, we are in the midst of like planning what we're going to do re Christmas decorations. Like, are we going to do a a baby tree in the kitchen as well as a tree in the sitting room? Mm -hmm. Like, are we going to have lights going up the stairs? You know, we're in we're in the planning stages, but you can be sure December 1st now the place is going to be visible from Lapland. So mm-hmm. be I, I was on the bus yesterday and I was like fairly tired, but I nearly like jumped out of my seat. I saw a house so aggressively lit up with lights. I was like, I actually got a fright. I was like, oh Jesus, yeah, Christmas <laughs> is coming. Like it was, you know, the the feckin' reindeer on the roof, like lights all the way out the driveway, like all over the tree, everything. I was like, oh my God, the sheer, like the sheer amount of electricity alone that was powering all that is nuts. But um, it was it was a good reminder to get my shit together and actually go shopping. Yeah, we give uh, who is it, Danny DeVito and Deck the Halls a run for his money. I suppose we better get started on all the incredible stuff we have to talk about. Sadzai love, mm-hmm. um, starting with our hard sell. Uh huh. So um, my hard sell this week is about uh, Vogue Williams, our former cover girl. She was on the mm-hmm. cover just before Dear Garhi, who is out now. Oh my God! Last week we were bursting at the seams to say 
who is on the cover. <laughs> I know. And um, you know what? So much of me wants to give it away when it's like, you know, in those days leading up mm-hmm. to the magazine launching, I'm like, I could just say it. I could just say it because it's so Christmassy and beautiful and like, oh God, it fills me with a lot of cheer. Yeah, our gorgeous Christmas issue is out now. But um, besides that, uh, yeah, Vogue Williams was on. Angela Scanlon's um, Ask Me Anything, her new like Saturday night show. And um, my last magazine, Cha-Ching, of the, of the podcast, Angela Scanlon, is also in our magazine on the back page. 19 Things <laughs> You Didn't Know About Angela Scanlon. Wow, I'm like I'm, I'm like a trained greyhound. I'm like dropping the magazine, uh, Cha-Ching, really everywhere I can. But um, yeah, she was talking about this awful um story about where her face is being used for like fake porn. It's called deep fake porn when they use like AI or computer generated images um, to replicate your face on like someone else's body in porn. Um, but she was talking about it to Angela Scanlon and um, she said years ago she found, I don't know how she found it, but like years ago she found this deep fake porn and she's kind of like, oh my God, that's that's rotten. But like and some, there's something about like when you get stuff put on porn sites, whether it's pictures or images, it's like virtually impossible to take down. Like, I don't know whether it's because these sites have like no moderators or like very little staff working on jeez, oh, I don't know what you call a customer service like service <laughs> reps or whatever um, yeah yeah, but, yeah she she couldn't get it down but then um as recent as three weeks ago she found more images and like she's she's pregnant now like it's just so it's rotten for it to happen to anyone but like you're pregnant with your third child and this stuff is still happening um it's just so disgusting and um she was saying to Angela that like um the in the images or the videos where her face is in she said there's willies everywhere in the eye in the ear a lot of willies and she was like joking saying like i'm adventurous but i'm not not that adventurous um so yeah it's just really shocking that this stuff happens i don't know why i never thought about it or heard about it before but um like well sure now yeah yeah you hear now about like people watching porn through VR is it VR headsets oh, yeah, you know yeah. where like everything seems like virtual reality basically feels like it's it's occurring right in front of you mm-hmm. and now with like that sort of AI technology that people can basically put other people's faces on other people's bodies yeah. like it's terrifying what can be done nowadays it just seems all too realistic way too invasive it it gives me such fear about like the future yeah you know, and like what's down the road yeah it definitely does but it's also like you know like it's like obviously she's she's really famous and um successful like I, I really have a lot of time for Vogue but do you know she's like an Irish model and podcaster like she's not an Oscar winner she's not like yeah. an in uh, like internationally known or whatever I just find it really strange that and she's already done like loads of modeling in the past so like there's plenty of pictures out there people are like sexually attracted to her but the the whole effort of like using ai to digitally put her face on someone else's body oh it just absolutely rots me i think it's disgusting but but people are freaks you know Mm, what i mean they're freaks and they're they're going further and further and further to 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 get what they want even if it means they have to create it with like technology which is just the eerie and creepy thing about it it's so invasive because it's not even now like oh my nude got leaked like how shit is that it's like here's this body that is not mine with my face so like cleverly put onto it it looks like it is my body Mm. like that's just that's like that's crazy like you were saying like you know Vogue is a like an Irish celebrity 
although very, very famous, she is an Irish celebrity. So it's like, it, it, if it's happening to like Irish celebs, it can bloody well happen to anyone. You know, yeah. it's um, not saying we're at the bottom of the barrel, but like, it's just scary how <laughs> this incredible technology isn't just targeting like super, super famous Hollywood people. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah, it freaks me out. Like I don't, I actually, it's not worth thinking about because it's actually terrifying. My Heart Sell of the Week is about House of Gucci. It's coming into Irish cinemas, I think, November 26th. But obviously, the the big hot shots in publications, film critics, they all got to see it already. And it's getting absolutely torn apart. Oh, no. Um, it's surprising. Yeah, I didn't really see this happening, but it's getting panned to death. Uh, it stars major names such as Lady Gaga, as we know, Adam Driver, Love, Al Pacino, Incredible, Jared Leto. Again, incredible massive celebrity cast um but yeah it's been called over the top unsteady and my personal favorite bloated in regards to its 157 minute runtime. so Jeez. people are just saying it's been extended too long dragged out they're sick of it um I had to laugh the New York Post called it a pale ugly film with underwhelming glamour which is something I haven't heard since I was in early secondary school um <laughs> So I had to, I had to, um, I had to laugh. I, I, like, I'm just like, who are these people sitting here being like pale, ugly, disgusting, yeah. upsetting? Uh, and the Times called it a flabby screenplay. So, um, yeah, I'm like, it, it's shocking because I suppose we kind of saw Lady Gaga soar in her acting capabilities when she took on the lead role in A Star Is Born. Mm. So, you know, she was kind of jumping from that to this, and we were thinking another incredible movie spearheaded by Lady Gaga about you know Gucci the life of Gucci his wife the kind of trials and tribulations of like all that went on there so it had a really good hook and a good storyline as well for her to be leading that and then obviously with Adam Driver involved as well I mean we can't but not love him especially after some of his incredible movies like Marriage Story and so on so forth so like it had all the parts to play to be incredible um whether it is or not is obviously up to each and every person that watches it. But um, I just can't believe how how like <laughs> upsetting the reviews are from critics. I just didn't see this coming. Yeah, it's it's now the now I have been in totally enthralled and been really. I would be such a, a little monster when it comes to Gaga. Like I've always loved anything she's done. Um, but one thing I will say, like just from seeing the trailer, or seeing any clips that I have seen, like Adam Driver fully just has no Italian accent in it. I don't know. <laughs> why or how or like is that part of the plot so that part like miffed me a little bit especially because like Gaga just seems like Italian through and through like even even in that TikTok like it's so it just seems so authentic but um you kind of wonder these critics like do they want if it's going to be a film about a fashion house like if someone did a film about Versace tomorrow like it's going to be gaudy or it's going to be like about fashion or about like you know, people trying to get to the top and like a lot of scandal and drama and stuff. So I like me personally, I'm not absolutely dying to see it. Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't cast any of those any of those critics like I, I wouldn't care. Now, I recently saw um Spencer, you know, um, Kristen Stewart is Princess Diana. Yes. But uh, I'm pretty sure most of the critics, most of the criticism for that was positive. I really didn't enjoy it. I thought it was so upsetting and I think it's the first kind of Diana thing that really was like, oh my God, her situation was much, much worse than I thought. Um, yeah. Because the likes of The Crown the crown and stuff, it's like saucy and, 
you know, Diana is like winning and like getting Charles back and stuff like this. Whereas this film really like Spencer really, I was just like, oh my God, I am so depressed after watching yeah. this. Like I was beyond. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day, the, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like everyone has their own different opinion on something, you know? Yeah, totally. And I think a lot of the time, in fairness, critics are, you know, they they kind of go above and beyond. They're a bit extreme with their um with their opinions on things, yeah. or they're they're looking for things that are overly artistic, which unfortunately my taste doesn't understand or comprehend. So yeah. like, I'd prefer things that are a bit more, you know, like cheesy comedy, fun, mm. exciting thrillers that they would find extremely basic. So whether or not this is what how they're casting this movie I don't know but I am very excited to see the House of Gucci and obviously I wouldn't leave the critics get me down or turn me off it but I was just like they went in they didn't just think you know it's a 3.5 out of 5 star rating they went like it's pale ugly flabby underwhelming like <laughs> fake that's intense it's bloody intense um Especially after we know that um, Ridley Scott's wig just flew um, <laughs> yeah. when he, when he cast Lady Gaga, <laughs> I'm shooketh that the uh, that the critics didn't have flying wigs. Also, you know, <laughs> the critics are wrong. She's still gonna serve. She's still gonna serve that <laughs> rara bitch. She's gonna serve, oh. and we'll be the judges of that. Hilarious. What's your rot and hot of the week? Um, my rot and hot of the week. I suppose I'll start with my rot. Um. My rod is kind of a broad one, mm-hmm. focused specifically on something that occurred recently. So it was Haley Bieber's birthday yesterday. She turned 25, the ripe old age of 25 years old. And to celebrate her birthday, she threw a big bash, had all her celebrity pals there, um, like the likes of Kendall Jenner was there. We had um, Jaden Smith, Harry Hudson, you know, all the kind of usual cronies that are in her group, um, mm-hmm. as well, of course, as her husband, Justin Bieber. Now, my issue is that Justin Bieber dedicated an uh, Instagram post to her for her birthday, you know, saying how much he loves her. But I don't know are celebrities looking up like wiki how to be affectionate <laughs> online or what, but the posts are just tacky. And now I'm a massive, massive, massive fan of love. Like I love reading love, like books about love, movies about love, so on and so forth. But there is something grating about these affectionate posts where it looks like they put words into Google Translate and it like spat out these weird <laughs> sentences. Like he's saying like, what what did he say now? Along the lines of like, my lips belong to you. My eyes belong to you. I'll spend every day making you feel like the queen that you are. Wow. I'm just like, why do these fall so flat? Like it just feels like, it doesn't feel personal or it doesn't feel like, it doesn't seem meaningful. It kind of brings me back to the whole... Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, mm. like, I want your blood. I want your envy, your fire, your rage. I, you know, <laughs> let's have sex that makes Lucifer jealous. Like, I'm like, you're saying a lot without saying anything. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I'm, like, uh, granted, if he put that in a card to her and gave it to her personally and was like, I wrote you, like, all these things, these are actually meaningful, personal. This is how we feel about you. But when it's posted online, it just loses its touch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the last post that I read that actually made me feel emotional that was a celebrity talking about their celebrity other half was when Miley Cyrus 
spoke about Liam Hemsworth. She wrote like a really big, long essay um, after they got married about how much she loves him. Now yeah. we all know how that ended. But that was the last time that I was like, I truly believe in this love. It's really, mm-hmm. it, it, it feels really romantic and real. And they are words that she's using to describe him. But usually celebrity posts, I'm like, oh my God, they're just so one dimensional. Like this, this public display of affection is very like, don't worry fans, I love her. Here's like a lot of words that, kind of don't relate to her but are about loving someone mm-hmm. I think take, it, it take might with be, what you will uh, it might be some like we're so steeped in like 90s and noughties culture like everyone loves dressing Y2K or like dressing 90s and stuff like that and I feel like early 90s like um was it Kate Winslet and um sorry Kate Moss and Robert Downey Jr and there's a couple of like iconic couples that were so OTT Angelina Jolie and um uh, I can't remember the name of the guy, but like they were wearing vials of blood around their neck. Like there's very gothy, like gothy and over the top and, and stuff like that. So maybe it's because like our today mimics like that culture and that time so much. Like Instagram is always full of throwbacks of like iconic celebrity couples and yada, yada, yada. And like people's favorite couple and stuff like that. And then also when you're famous, like you're dogged of rumors of splitting up all the time. So probably when it when it is time to wish someone happy birthday or happy Valentine's, it's like, oh, I need to make everyone believe this because I'm so sick of everyone spreading rumors all the time. I know. I just wish they made it believe. I wish they made it believable in a more believable fashion. Like <laughs> I just feel like you could call, you could say to anyone, your lips are mine. I'll hold you forever. I won't let you go. It's like, where, what, what book did you pull this out of? You know, I just think. <laughs> Personally, if I was making pure moves for Justin Bieber, I'd like speak more so from the heart rather than like, you know, how like how many sentences can I explain to her that like I'm going to murder you with love? You know, it's just it just feels it comes across as being fake then, which I mean, doesn't help the narrative of them constantly under fire for, you know, X, Y and Z. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just wish you'd be like, you're the greatest person I've ever known. I love you to death. You know, it's like, oh, that is sweet. It's this whole, your lips are mine. I don't need any other touch. All this. Th- I'm like, okay, okay. We get it's a it. Lot without saying anything. Yeah. You know, me going in now. And for the record, I actually am a firm believer in love. And I actually think Justin and Haley are a great match. I think they are a good couple. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've lasted kind of past the three-year mark, which I think tells a lot about a celebrity um, marriage. So... I do stand behind them. I just kind of think these posts are getting a bit chuggy. You yeah, know? that's true. Uh, what's your rot? So uh, my rot is um, a little bit different. Um, so we have I'm a Celebrity is back on our screens this year. And we have celebrities like um, Richard Madley, you know, like from Richard and Judy. Um, we have yep. BBC presenter Louise Minchin. We have Arlene Phillips. We have Frankie from the Saturdays. And we also have Naughty Boy. Um, so they are just some of the contestants appearing on um ITV's hit show and um Snoochie Shy. She's actually really funny on Instagram. I followed her on Twitter and Instagram for a while, so I'm delighted she's on this year's edition. <laughs> she's um a Radio One extra DJ. But she had to eat blended pig's uterus. This is one of the classic Bush Tucker trials, and she had to eat something that was kind of like a meal deal, you know, when you go to Boots and it's like sandwich crisps and drink for what is it, fiber or something. Um they had to do a bush hooker version of a meal deal. So it was raw fish eye, uh, vomit fruit, and no. then blended pig's uterus. Um no. So <laughs> she like had eaten all this and like she's like screaming and crying and everything, but then she asked for more 
of the drink, like just to wash stuff down. And um, she, she, Aunt and Deck were there, like you know, laughing and gagging and stuff. And she was like, "Can I please have some more uterus?" And like they were falling around laughing, and like um, she was trending on Twitter for ages, um, because just the phrase "Can I please have some more uterus?" is so hilarious. Um, like it's not a sentence you ever think you'll ever have to say in your entire life. Like, please, can I have more uterus to wash yeah. down the vomit, oh, fruit, and the fish eye? Please, absolutely rotten. Um. So yeah, that's not a not a literal literal rot, but a physical rot. A physical rot. I always find it's near impossible to wash the book bush tucker trials. I would be what's it when you go to vomit oh, overreaching? Like that's what I would be doing, watching it. I'm like, oh yeah. like I can't look at the screen. It makes me feel so physically unwell. Mm-hmm. I think I was um, eating like I also, peanuts. I think I was eating peanuts before watching watching that and then like you know when you're just eating something and you think of something else and then that thought just takes over I was like yeah no I just I'm not hungry anymore I feel ill yeah I'm actually feeling very very full I don't know as well why they always bring up the bloody fish eye like it must be that disgusting but the idea of biting into a fish eye you know like yeah. you bite oh. across the kind of like skin lens and then you're crushing down and mm. then the juice would squirt out I just I phys- I'd rather eat like whatever it is like kangaroo testicle and all those things rather than fish eye fish eye to me sounds like the worst dish that mm. could be served and they and with, they do it every single their year mics on you can always hear like the crack of like the testicle or the eye or whatever and it's just absolutely hideous yeah i know it's it's sick it's absolutely sick um i'm not about it at all um but yeah I, you know what? i need to get back into i'm a celeb this year actually because of um the fact that like you know, I've done, I, like, I, I watch so many different types of reality TV. I'm a celeb is always one that I forget about. Mm. Yeah, no, I was bad into it last year. Um, But um, I always find it, it's it's kind of a nice comfort watch, you know, because I used to watch it in school. So it kind of reminds me of just chilling every evening and, and having it on, like, um, and it's always kind of on around the same time as well, like kind of autumn, winter. So um, yeah, it's like a nice comfort, nice comfort watch. Yeah, because it'll be nice and dark outside. It's like the perfect thing to put on. Mm-hmm. Um, my hot for this week is, speaking of TV, segue, it's actually what I would call the TV moment of the year. I'm sure you saw it yourself, as probably did everyone who's listening to the show. Um, it was Adele's ITV special where she was asked by members of the audience different questions. And I think it was, um, I can't even remember... Oh, Thompson, I can't think oh, of her Emma Thompson, she asked yeah. her, Emma Thompson, yeah. She asked her, like, someone in her life who has, you know, inspired her or kind of, you know, made her into the person she is today. Mm-hmm. And Adele said that it was her English teacher back in primary school, which was Miss MacDonald. Um, she said she hasn't seen her in absolute donkey's years, but she made such an impact on her when she was a child that, like, it has stood by her throughout her years and throughout her career. Mm-hmm. And beautifully enough, Miss MacDonald was brought up to the stage and you can just tell by Adele's face she loses it. She she's actually like, oh my God, Miss, you know, <laughs> which I love so much. I was like, I love that she's still calling her Miss. It's such a thing, you know, like a teacher you had when you were a child is still a teacher that to this day. Um, so, yeah, it was a really, really sweet moment. They kind of shared an embrace. They were like, OK, let's swap numbers. Like your kids are here. What? Adele waved down at the kids. And like it was just this very raw and unfiltered like just moment of happiness mm-hmm. which is obviously why it resonated with everyone across the globe um but yeah one of the producers tweeted to say it actually took five weeks <laughs> to Whoa. find miss mcdonald <laughs> which i thought was which was crazy um i'm like 
are you are you like 20 days into that thinking it's time to give up we'll yeah. do one more day they were we'll like one more day of hunting nearly ready to launch the netflix documentary like we are searching for this person yeah totally totally but miss Macdonald was found i'd say she doesn't have an instagram i'd say you know mm. probably doesn't even have a, have a facebook it was definitely a, a hard one to search for but um yeah it was just really sweet and beautiful and i'm loving all the content surrounding adele at the moment i watched her uh was it her cbs her cbs special it was a yeah. sit down chat with oprah really loved that and um like just kind of how she discussed about her life, her relationships, um, her her son. It was just all very touching. Um, so I'm really excited to watch the proper um audience with Adele on ITV because mm-hmm. uh that little clip really, really got me in the feels. Yeah, it was it was so heartwarming. I like absolutely love my English teacher in school as well. So I was like, oh my God, where's Miss Farley? Where are you? I know. And it just goes to show that even though she was very young when she had Miss McDonald as a teacher, you'd be surprised the impact that certain people can make in your life in such a you know at such a young age like she was even able to recall all the gold rings she used to wear and the way she used to carry herself and I was like it's mad how you you can still pick up on those kind of things Mm -hmm. even like 10 15 20 years later so yeah yeah it was lovely it was very very sweet you're making such an impact on my life now Denise I'm gonna I'm gonna thank you when I win my Oscar in however many years time Oh my God, do you can be like, she was so like beautiful, you know, like, <laughs> like, like this rare type of beautiful that you only see like once in your life. Um, like just incredible. And then obviously cue Denise, I'll come to the stage, take over the moment. Um, and then start thanking people for really the Oscar you want. open up and, and improve my podcast skills. <laughs> yeah. Me with a gun to your back, like read the teleprompter. <laughs> I'm not joking, bitch. <laughs> I ain't joking around. Um, uh, so what's your hot? My hot is... Besides me. Um, <laughs> um, er. So last week we kind of uh, chatted about um, Kim Kardashian and Pete... Jesus, Pete Davidson. I actually nearly forgot his name there. And he's literally Davidson, everywhere right now. How yeah. could I forget? I know. Um, but yeah, they're officially... They're like been spotted kissing and holding hands and everything since. So it's like properly official. But um, Pete's ex, Phoebe Denever, like Pete has just gone from headline to headline of like who he's hooking up with. Um, Phoebe's um, Pete's ex, Phoebe, has been spotted in Nobu and Malibu, um, hanging out with Jaden Smith. So, well, kind of all the attention is on Pete and Kim because you know Kim is like the world's biggest celebrity. On the flip side, like Phoebe, who's kind of up and coming star, um, she's hanging out with Will Smith's son. So, it's kind of interesting to see like the parallel of you know like she's Jaden is kind of like a musician and he's like very like deep and philosophical and stuff like that and he's also like a probably a lot more famous than Pete Davidson and then Pete Davidson is kind of your like scrawny funny guy um so yeah we'll have to wait and see how Phoebe and Jaden play out like is she just kind of like sick of seeing Pete's name everywhere and it's just like okay maybe well, so yeah like I, I can only imagine it can get so tiring if your ex is famous and you just see them everywhere you're yeah. like I just want to I just want to go off and get my bit too it's interesting that she's keeping within the same like kind of circle of Hollywood celebs though you know because she is like a major UK star that kind of got her launch from Bridgerton and now she's like kind of hanging around with like the Hollywood clique love mm-hmm. that for her um, but you know what is is a funny thing to point out as well is why Nobu and Malibu do every bloody why like why is it just the place for celebrities to go like <laughs> surely there's so many places in 
like Los Angeles as a whole that they can go to. I don't know why Nobu and Malibu is constantly where they're spotted outside. Yeah. Like there must be literal crack cocaine and all the food to say that celebrities are always there. But like it's always where Scottish Sick is papped, Kardashians. Yeah. Now we have Phoebe and Jaden Smith. Mm. I mean, Sophia Richie, all the likes of them, the same kind of crew are constantly at Nobu and Malibu. I'm like, it's just, it must be like, what would it be like for us? It'd be like our... Like Crystal or something? I don't I have no clue. Like our Crystal. Yeah, I was going to say Flannery's. Flannery's. <laughs> it'd be oh like God. our Flannery's. Uh, but yeah, it'd be like our Crystal maybe back in the heyday. I don't even know if that place is still open. But yeah, it would be. Like that's where everyone is seen, you know, leaving and entering. So mm-hmm. it's gas that it was at Nobu Malibu. It's somewhere that I just keep seeing popping up on on headlines but yeah I'm happy for her go get it yeah Phoebe. it's, it's like maybe her and Jaden had like the famous par- parents in common but also like Jaden Smith's dad is Will Smith and then her mom is Sally Webster like it's a bit of a difference it's a bit of a difference I'm sure Jaden Smith has probably traveled the world <laughs> twice over and then Phoebe has just been like chilling in Manchester this whole time like how much would you love to see What's what's uh uh Janet Pick and Smith show uh, oh, Red, Red Table, Table yeah Red Table with Sally Denever <laughs> Will Smith Phoebe and Jane I would pay top dollar to see that I really really would that'd be so so good <laughs> oh my god they need to do that oh my god that'd be hilarious where they like uncover all secrets about Coronation Street we never knew yeah <laughs> and Will Smith compares like the Fresh Prince Bel Air to Coronation Street. Oh my god. It's all the same. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. I need that to happen. There needs to be a cast. Oh my god, imagine Will Smith made a cameo in Coronation Street. Oh wow. Let's make it happen. He comes into what's it called? Rover's Return? Oh yeah, yeah, that's the pub, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can see him cue his entrance. He walks in, orders a pint. Lager. I can see it. Uh, I can see it. Oh my God, that's iconic. But yeah, um, I'm glad that she's reclaiming a bit of the spotlight for herself because obviously all we are reading about these days is Kim and Pete. Like it's, mm-hmm. what are they called? They've been called Keith for short. Of course. It's all about Keith. Poor um, Kravis are getting the boot at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> Kim's like, you've had enough attention. I need to sell more skims. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, please give <laughs> Give me go. a second in the spotlight. Kravis are so chuggy now. <laughs> yeah, like that's how quick these things back and roll. I know. Kravis are chuggy. Sure, look at the time. We better wrap this up with our Hey You Pick of the Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this week we're talking about Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Now, this is honestly like my my dream come true because we've got um Real Housewives of New Jersey's Nissa Gorga and Teresa Judice. We've got Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, Cynthia Bailey and Kenny Moore from Real Housewives of Atlanta and then Luanne de Lesseps and Ramona Singer from New York. They're all gathering in Turks and Caicos. We're kind of, again, just girls getting together, having drinks, wearing bikinis, wearing their Louboutins. Um, and um, there's three episodes already out on Hey You and um, it's out weekly after that. So I've already seen some clips. I haven't properly delved into it, but I've already seen some clips and it's looking very promising. Um, but... Other than kind of like Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live, you never really see like the housewives from different regions mix or like some of them will be friends from like meeting at one night out or whatever. So it's really interesting to see like how their dynamic will work um on this show where they're all on holiday and like all the fights, all the best bits always happen on holidays on normal housewives anyway. So I'm dying to watch this. 
Yeah, no, it's such a treat for Housewives fans, isn't it? Because you're you're kind of pulling from all aspects of of the show, so that's really really exciting that they're that they're bringing them all together and then shipping them off on holiday. You know what it would be as well? It's a great um, series for you for you now to start downloading the first couple of episodes for it and watch on your your flight to Canada mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. It would be it's a very very exciting one because you can just literally fire through the first couple of episodes and then get up to date with the US so that's that's super exciting yeah and as well if when it's so cold and dark and stuff it's lovely to see people like on living their best life like in such a sunny sunny country so um yeah I can't wait to get stuck into this oh my god that is exciting so the episodes are dropping weekly and we have three already so definitely definitely one to get stuck into over the bitter cold nights when there's nothing when there's nothing else to do <laughs> Um, I suppose that's all we have time for today. Um, as always, thank you so much for liking, subscribing and reviewing the show. We really, really appreciate it. Have the most amazing time on holidays, Rebecca Keane. Oh, thanks so much. Um, I hope Canada is everything you wish for and more. And please, please, please bring back multiple souvenirs for me. You know, I'll be waiting for that. <laughs> I will. I'll get you a skim t-shirt. <laughs> oh my God, please do. I'd actually love that. And Bridge enjoy meeting soon. our Canadian fans. <laughs> She'll be doing a meet and greet if anyone is going to be in um, Barnes and Noble in Canada uh, next week. <laughs> in two mornings. Cues <laughs> <laughs> outside headlines. Cues breaking into Tim Hortons to meet Rebecca Keane. <laughs> um, they're going to also have a special coffee on the day. It's called the Keane, oh. um, and it's like a special frappuccino. Um, for you Rebecca so that would be really really exciting (laughs) she'll be making the keen right in front of your eyes live demos (laughs) Um, but yeah okay (laughs) like shut up days okay goodbye we'll see you again (laughs) we'll see you again next Wednesday see ya bye